Welcome to Past Lives with Myra Rath. Each episode follows the journey of souls in multidimensional realities. Your soul is a reflection of who you are today. These lifetimes shape you and your earthly journeys. Thank you for subscribing and listening. For more information about past lives, please visit my website, soulsigns.net. Enjoy traveling through time and space. Welcome to Past Lives with Myra Raff. Thank you so much for joining me here today on my very first interview with my client. I invited Maureen here today because she does have a very interesting experience to share about her past attempts to explore a past life regression. And this might be very relatable to some of you out there that have tried numerous times unsuccessfully. We also do discuss her session and what she has learned so far. Enjoy the show. Thank you so much for joining my first interview podcast. Thank I you am for so honored. Me. This is I'm honored. <laughs> I thought it was, you know, the moment I started hearing a little bit about your story, I I felt that little drop that information like have her on the podcast, right? Ah, and so this is very new for me. I'm I'm just going to go with it. It's like, do you want to be on my podcast? So yes. So and here I said we are. Yes, and I don't know why, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. So how did you learn about past life regression? You had mentioned that you had tried this before. Well, I first, I probably first was introduced to it, uh, Journey of Souls, Michael Newton, um, those books. I read those and they just blew my mind. Um, so I was yeah. always uh, curious about that. And that was, of course, oh, gosh, that was, I don't know, maybe late 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was something um, since I had always had an interest in things like this, I started looking into it. And I yeah. started locally. Um, and I went to a woman locally, nothing did nothing for me. I couldn't relax. We were in an office. There was people walking in the hall. I just couldn't relax. So mm-hmm. I thought, well, that was the problem. I couldn't relax. So then um, I let it go. And then I had seen someone on TV who had regressed somebody very well known. And I said, oh, this person knows what they're doing. So I drove seven hours round trip. That was 2000, um, probably about 2005 or six. Okay. Long time ago. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. I've been attempting this for a very long time. Mm -hmm. So I drove to her apartment in New York city um, by myself. I drove (laughs) there and I figured, oh, I was so excited. This is going to work. And just, you know, she was kind of saying the same thing. Look at your feet. What do you see? What do you feel? Nothing. I got nothing. I, mm-hmm. And I thought again, maybe it's because I'm in a strange place. I couldn't relax, but had nothing, no visuals, no feelings. And I ended the session early because at that point you just start getting self-conscious. You're like, maybe I'm just not meant to regress. Maybe that veil is so thick <laughs> yes, know, that it's yes. just never going to work. 
So um, I left there and again, a couple of years went by and probably, probably about six years ago. So probably about 2016, 17, I tried with somebody else who's written some books and who's very mm-hmm. well known in doing this. And I did it virtually. I figured maybe in the yeah. comfort of my own home, you know, this would go really well. Um, nothing. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Um, oh my. At that point, I figured, you know what, this isn't meant to be. For some reason, mm-hmm. I'm just not meant to know anything before. And that's fine. I'll just deal with that. And then just last month, um, I was scrolling through my Instagram and one of your sessions came up on my feed. Okay. Out of nowhere, I didn't know about you. I didn't follow you. And so yeah. I looked at that and I was like, wow, that was really interesting. And I started looking at a couple of more and I was like, wow, these people really get into detail, you know, and it's not just one person or two people. Everybody is across the board is kind of, you know, coming up with some information. Mm-hmm. And I had messaged mm-hmm. you and I was like, Myra, have you ever not been <laughs> able to regress somebody? <laughs> yeah. And I, and I was honest. What did I say honest. to you? And you said, yes, I have, mm-hmm. but I think I, I will be able to do this. You were pretty confident um, that you would be able to do this and you didn't guarantee it, but you said right. you've been doing this for a very long time <clears throat> and mm-hmm. something just made me trust you. <laughs> Oh, and, good. Um, yeah. And so that's, that's how I found you very serendipitously. I, that's what I say. Yes. Yes. And timing is everything as well. Yeah. You know, I, I've had clients where they have been unsuccessful the first time, even with me, you know, a couple of times, but there's something that, you know, they use their discernment and they know, they recognize they get in their own way. Yeah, they, but I, I think the biggest thing with you um, was the pre-planning. You know, yes. you, you spoke with me ahead of time. You gave me some relaxation, you know, recordings to listen to. I think it was all in the preparation. I feel mm-hmm. like with what you provided to me, I showed up yes. prepared. Um, and even though yeah. I don't think it was 100%, I think it wasn't 100% the reading uh, the regression because of me, you mm-hmm. know, but it made me realize the work that I now need to do. Yes. And I'm pretty confident if I do this again, it's going to be um, even more successful. I, I believe that too. I think yeah. you did amazing. Yeah. And so we're going to be, we're going to be talking about that because it is difficult what I discovered. Well, what I learned with you, Maureen, was that during the consultation is determining that you are not a visual person. Right. And this is why it's not that you were not prepared. Back then, perhaps the practitioners, everyone is assuming that you're going to see. Right. Because it's like, yes, look down at your feet. What do you see? And it's so hard for people that cannot see, cannot visualize. What am I supposed to be looking at. I can't see anything. And so over the years, that is what I have learned is that there are more and more and more people coming and becoming interested in in this topic, in this modality, wanting to explore their past lives, thinking there's no way I can do this. I'm not a visual person. I don't even dream, but they can. They're just it's just different for them. They are more feelers, sensors, which is you. 
the most important thing when um, before the session, you did the exercise with me about holding something in my hands mm-hmm. based on how I saw that. Let me learn how I'm going to see things in the session. Like right. I've always heard that, oh, it's like a motion picture. It's right in front of you. It wasn't like that at all for me. Right. And it came across to me exactly the way that we did that practice. And had I not done that, I wouldn't probably trust in what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. It came to me like I didn't have a motion picture that I mm-hmm. could stare at and right. gather information from. I had like a screenshot that was flashed in front of me mm-hmm. and then it was gone. Um, and then I had to go off of that. And then I had to go off of feelings and right. um, just trusting things <clears throat> that came to my mind, you know, and being the logical analytical person that I was, and yes. you even called me out on that at the end, that <laughs> I wasn't trusting <laughs> myself. I was like That's judging right. everything. And, and I had told you ahead of time also previously in these regressions that I attempted, they went really quick. They're like, okay, look at your feet. What do you see? Okay, move forward, go here. And I'm still at my feet. Like I'm still trying to look at my feet and see, and they're moving me on to five other different things. And you were great in going Mm. really slow, giving me time to kind of, you know, see or feel what I was, what I was feeling there. And that helps a lot too. Yes. And it's, it's very important, you know, even uh, I'm not the only practitioner, obviously, that kind of goes into a trance. Think about it that, remember, hypnosis is a focus of attention. So you are in this relaxed, peaceful, tranquil state. Oh, it was great. And you are focused on what it is that you are perceiving, feeling, sensing. And we did your your session online, okay? And what I'm doing is watching you, watching you, and I am focused on you. When I'm asking you a question, I give you a little time to answer, right? Yeah. And when I don't hear anything, it's important to keep delivering, just yeah. expand, trust. You know, I'm, I want to keep talking to you because what happens is you can get in your head and you're yeah. going to overthink. <laughs> and so it's important as that practitioner and the practitioners are also trance-like because we are focused on oh, I you. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. It is for me. Sometimes I hear what question to ask because wow. I'm so focused on you. It's It's been so interesting. Some of the questions are so out of the ordinary of what I would normally ask. So I feel like either my higher self is telling me, ask her this, <laughs> ask her that. There have been times where I may not be getting anywhere. And in my mind, I'm saying, I'm going to pull her out of this scene and move her to another scene. And then I'm hearing, ask her this. And then I do. And it just completely unfolds. Well, one of the other things that was great about you stepping in every once in a while is because it's so relaxing. It's so enjoyable just being in that (laughs) that um, you can kind of just want to stay there forever um, and kind of lose track of what you're supposed to be doing or what you're supposed to be looking at. That was for me anyway. I was loving that feeling. (laughs) Oh, good, 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 good. So I wanted to talk a little bit about, I'm so excited and I know that I did feel confident when 
when you told me you had been to so many people, I knew it's, it's not, it's just that you're receiving the wrong instructions. And back then, I mean, you were doing, trying this 17, 20 years ago, right? And, Mm -hmm. and so forth. It was different back then. We as practitioners have learned so much from uh, just better ways, new techniques, different techniques. And we've learned more about how um, people have aphantasia, which is the inability to see. And not everyone is visual. Some people are more intuitive, more empathic. So you are navigating, you have to trust that feeling down below. These are the chakras down below. What is your intuition telling you? Or you're receiving it clairaudiently. You're hearing. And that's the higher self or your guides helping you along. So I think that you had a little combination of all of those in your session. I remember in the practice that we had before, you said that you're, um, you're knowing, you're intuitive, you know, and to kind of lean on that, which I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can get to it later, but even after when I listened to the recording, I looked at the recording uh, just yesterday, I reviewed it from beginning okay. to end. And something came to me the same way it came to me in the sessions. Um, so I feel like it's it taught me the practice that we had doing the regression. And even now, mm-hmm. it's taught me how to recognize my intuition, which I guess I didn't really know 100% before. I'm one of those people that has that, what do they call it, monkey chatter in your head, where I constantly have voices and conversations and songs <laughs> yes. singing and things going on in my yes. head. Um, so I disregard a lot of it because <laughs> there's a lot. Sure. Um, but when I was listening, and we could talk about it after we talk about this session, but something came to me when I was um, watching it, and we'll talk about that later. I okay. Guess, after we talk about it, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing that. All right, so let's talk about your session. Okay. And I'm over here going, come on, come on. I know she could do this. I know she could do this. And you looked so comfortable in your session. You look very comfortable. You're in the comfort of your home. You're super cozy. I was feeling the vibes, feeling your spirit team here with, and I knew it's like, come on, right? Well, I had told you I had a heck of a morning. You know, every contractor in the county descended on my house, my neighbor's house. My dogs were barking. Wow. I was trying to figure out how am I going to keep my dogs? So I was kind of a little rattled. Um, you were, yes. Yeah. But I was like, okay, you know, we, we, I got comfortable and you started talking um, and it started relaxing me because I was familiar with your voice and I had been telling myself, trust your voice based on the pre, you know, the pre-session. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, in the beginning, what the first thing that came to me, I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I think I had told you that threw me, um, mm-hmm. you know, the first thing that I saw, I was like, this can't be right. And again, being, lo- <laughs> being the logical person that I am, I'm like, I'm making this up. This isn't right. This, you know, and I'm trying to hear the voices that other people hear and see the motion picture that other people are seeing. And mm-hmm. all I'm getting is the flash of a photo and then that's it. And then I'm, but then I started getting feelings. So the first thing you had said, look down at your feet. 
And what did I see? And I didn't, I didn't remember saying this until I watched the video again. You didn't say anything. So here's what happened is, you know, my instructions are talk, 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 talk. Whatever you see, tell me, keep talking. Talking takes you deeper. I instructed you to trust, trust whatever you see, what you sense, feel, right? And so what we discovered is that Maureen, the moment she landed in her first scene, she did see something. But when I asked her, what what are you perceiving? What are you feeling? You said, nothing. I'm not... I don't see anything. And that was a lie. <laughs> it was, it was kind of a lie. It took me a little bit, but when I saw something, I'm like, no, no this isn't right. <laughs> yes. And I, so let's I, talk about what, what that was. What I, did your feet look like? And I didn't realize I said this until I listened back, but I said, they looked like flippers. Do you remember me? Saying you did that? say that they look like flippers and it was the shape of flippers, but it was, it was lizard feet that were probably about 18 to 20 inches long. And so right. imagine me looking down and being, no, <laughs> no, this isn't right. Yeah. This, this isn't, but as you talk to me more through it, um, and then I started and again, I was reluctant to say a lot because I myself Again, I was very aware at the time of everything I was seeing and and what I was saying, except I forgot about the flippers. Um, But I'm questioning everything and I want validation on everything that's that's coming to me and everything that I'm feeling. So I'm waiting for that validation and I'm kind of withholding. And I think you knew that. Yes. um, Because I just wasn't trusting what was coming to me. But then... um, you know, I saw my feet, they were so big moving like this. And as they moved, it was on dirt and there was dust coming up with every step I took because they were so large. And so I started describing the ground and the scene and I knew there was little rocks and I was, um, and then you had me start walking and I was walking. And for a moment, I, I wasn't in the body looking down at my feet. I separated and I looked, I looked at the body from the side and I saw the hunched over and the legs. um, And then I was back in and I felt it. And that was like, wow, (laughs) that, that I was like, is this the validation I'm looking for? And I think you had asked me at the time, do you have a tail? And I don't remember. And and of course, I want to be totally honest with everything that I'm seeing. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm not going to embellish anything here because I'm questioning it myself. And I was like, no, I don't see a tail. Mm -hmm. But I didn't see a tail. When I flipped to the side real quick, I didn't see one. But there could have been, I don't know. But mm-hmm. picture that as the first, the first, you know, regression that you go into is you have lizard feet and I right. had, and you said, look at your hands. And I had circles on the ends of my fingertips. I had very long fingers with little circles on the end of my fingertips. And I'm thinking, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you had me um, go to the place where I lived or where I rested or, mm-hmm. and it was a cave. Right. And I could see the cave and it was kind of a long oval shape. Um, and there was just like a stone cut out, which could have been a bed or a seat or something. Right. But I think the biggest thing for me with that part of it 
was the feeling. I, I was really non-emotional. I felt that I was a non-emotional being. Being, right. Just, I really didn't have any emotions. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. just, you know, going, because you asked if there was other people around and there wasn't. I was, I felt alone, very alone, but I was fine with it. I remember mm-hmm. you saying, how does that make you feel? And I was like, I'm fine. All right. <laughs> and that's literally how I felt. I'm like, I'm fine. Like I had no emotions at all. Um, mm-hmm which was in stark contrast to the second life that we went to. Yes. Yes. There was lots of emotion. A lot of emotion. Yes. So if I'm correct, you just automatically jumped into the second life, right? No, I think. Or did I move you? I think I I moved moved, Mm -hmm. you moved me Mm -hmm. because there was nothing else to see there because there was no other people. Right. Um, I really didn't get a feel for why you were there, why I, think I we was were... there and what mm-hmm. I was doing. I was in like a, I could have been in Utah or I could have been on Mars. I don't know. But there was <laughs> right. Dirt and rocks and boulders. Mm-hmm. And um, that was kind of it. So yes, you, you moved me to the next one. Yeah. And see, sometimes the higher self, you know, not everyone is ready to see themselves as extraterrestrial or as a multidimensional being, right? But sometimes they'll give you a little bit like peace, like they did with you mm-hmm. almost to not that you needed it because there's a whole other subject we're going to be talking about with you, mm-hmm. but some people, they just need to see that to say, Hey, there is something else other than earth, right? There's a lot of other planets, a lot of other beings. And sometimes they just want to show you that, right? So I'm really excited to talk about your past experiences with um, ships. (laughs) So let's move to your second life that you, that you had. Let's talk about that. What did you experience? So you brought me to a second life and from like a, a distance from behind, I saw a young girl with blonde hair in a field and she had a blue and white dress and uh, darker shoes. And then you had me move to the home where I stayed. And I went there and I think I described it as like a hobbit house. <laughs> and it was, it was like a little cottage, cottage. in the woods with um, a rounded door on top, a dirt floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went inside and and again, like as I went inside, I wasn't getting the movie. I wasn't like, I couldn't stand there and describe to you everything that I was seeing because it came to me as like a picture and then it was gone. So I had to recall what I saw in the picture. And then when I stepped outside, if I took a look, like if I wanted to see what was there, I got a quick picture and then I had to kind of remember what was in that picture. So it was kind of, that's kind of the way that I was seeing things. And I remembered Mm -hmm. there was a little kitchen with a wooden table and a bench and a ladder going to sleeping quarters. And then you asked me, I think at that time, did I, I think I got emotional at that time. Um, yes. Then, yes. Yeah. I believe that you were, you had um, a scene where you were having a meal with your mother and father. It was just okay. you, mother and father. And, and that's when there, I first got emotional. Um, yes. But yeah, I just was overcome with sadness. Like, and this, I am not an emotional person, you know? So I mm-hmm. was just, I mean, tears, I was just so, you know, Right. Overrun with emotion. And you asked me if I, you know, recognized my parents. And what was odd to me is that 
I was sitting at the table and I was still a younger girl and both my parents were sitting across from me, but they were angled, like almost had their backs to me. I couldn't see their faces. And I remember saying that I'm disconnected from them. Um, And I couldn't get them to turn around. I couldn't get them to look. I think I said they don't talk a lot. That's right. I was just, I was just very sad. Um, And then you moved me ahead again. I was by a river. And once my, and then you had asked me, are my parents still there? And I said, no. And I don't think I explained that I knew at that time my parents had passed. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until later on that we talked about them passing. Right. But I had said that um, I'm no longer sad now that they passed. They're gone. Like mm-hmm. I was again in another life alone by myself and I was very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I was living in the cottage and I had my friends in the woods. <laughs> yes. So let's talk about your your friends in the woods. Because initially, I believe I had asked you if you had animals and you said no. But then you mentioned animals. And I said, what animals? And you said, my, my friends in the forest. <laughs> See, when you first said to me, do you have animals? To me, I'm thinking, do I have household animals? Yes. Or, well, or, or cow. Or, or yes. Cows? yes. <laughs> and I didn't. So I said, no. <laughs> That's right. But I had all these friends and animals in the woods, the deer, the birds, the rabbits were all my friends. Um, So sweet. Yeah. And I think um, I lived in the cabin by myself. And I remember uh, saying that I grow food and you asked me what kind of food. And I said, potatoes. And I don't, it just came to me, potatoes. Yeah. Um, Which was weird because I did do a deep dive afterward to kind of check on some of these things. And one of the things I didn't say to you, because again, I felt like not that I was intentionally withholding information, but I wasn't telling you everything that was coming to me because I was waiting for validation on everything. But I felt like I was in Holland. To me, I was hearing Holland. See, yeah, you never said that. I never said that. It's interesting. And so, yeah, and you will hear things, you know, it's important. And I'm so glad that you remembered it because a lot of times you're going to hear things and you're not going to remember, you know, Mm. some of it. So I always tell people when you hear it, say it so that we can capture it in the recording. So I'm glad that you heard it and remembered it. Yeah, it just, and I thought, well, how do I know I'm in Holland? Like I had, I wanted proof <laughs> and I wasn't, so I, I didn't say it. Um, and, but then yes. I was thinking afterwards, I was like, well, potatoes don't grow in Holland. You know, I'm Irish. I know potatoes grow in Ireland, but they don't grow, you know, in Holland. And so of course, afterwards I had to check that. And well, potatoes is a huge export from the Netherlands. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> so that was interesting because as soon as I said potatoes in my head, I knew I was in Holland and I'm thinking potatoes, why would I grow potatoes? But anyway, mm-hmm. um, and then you um, moved me forward again and I was alone in the house and I was sitting on, I think the bench or the chair leaning on the wall and um, I was emotional again. And I, not emotional, I knew I was dying, but I wasn't emotional about that. I was emotional because I was going to miss my friends in the woods. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that I was, was, so I was very sweet. comfortable knowing that I was dying. It was just, I was quietly leaning on the wall and I was slowly, you know, dying. I wasn't in pain. I just knew my life was coming to an end. 
Right. I was so upset I was leaving my friends. Yeah. And and we talked about the comparison of that to my life right now also. We did. We did. And yes, remind me, you're just, you have such compassion for animals. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Huge animal lover. Um, You know, I think I told you I volunteered with Hurricane Katrina just because I saw the images on TV of the animals that were trapped and I just had to do something. My husband volunteered also at a different time. I drove 15 hours to sleep in a tent and just help rescue animals. Um, We've had many animals, but I've also, I don't think we talked about this. I've been a strict vegetarian for over 30 years, almost vegan. I don't wear leather. I don't buy leather shoes or pot because of my compassion for animals. Wow. Okay. Beautiful. So that was kind of, you know, true to my life as it is. Yes, that is. See, you see, you start to see those serendipitous little coincidences that match who you are today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful. We had um, talked about how that's similar to my life. And we talked about how my life now is also alone. Not that I'm lonely or whatever, but my husband travels a lot for work and I'm alone and I love being alone. I mm-hmm. crave being alone. I enjoy, I need to be alone. And, yeah. and that's similar also. Um, it was. So in thinking back after watching the tape, I'm thinking, well, then what's my lesson here? You know, what's, what's the point of me being here? Mm-hmm. Um, and in thinking that what I had said earlier, it came to me, I wrote it down. It said to <laughs> all of a sudden, it said, you are not alone. You are never alone. Mm-hmm. And that just came in my head the same way that some of these other things came to me during the regression. And I thought, okay, so maybe I'm just comfortable being alone. And that's what I'm continuing to do. I have a love of animals. Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable being alone, which I have in the last two lives that were shown to me. So it's not that this is a lesson or this is something I need to change. This is just something that is comfortable for me. That is right. Yes. I noticed right away that there was a theme between the two, the extraterrestrial being alone. And then the second one, I picked up on that right away. And then yeah. you started sharing about, well, I love it now too. So. It's, it's very, I mean, if you want to talk yes. about top themes of my life, those two are probably at the top. Animals and being alone. And alone mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not, yeah, when I say being alone, you're you're not alone. I I know that as well. I I feel that as well. I love my alone time as well. I love it. And there's some people who hate it. Yeah. My husband. Mm -hmm. Okay. He (laughs) does. Oh, hates being alone. You know, as soon as he's got five minutes by himself, he's got to call somebody. (laughs) Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. And yet it works. He travels a lot. He's giving you, you know, this was all by design. Honestly, it's Mm. all by design. Right. Wow. So interesting. So we didn't finish the session there because I also wanted to provide you with an experience of a memory that you had after we, after you saw the death scene of the second life You had also previously shared with me about some experiences you had with spaceships. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you had mentioned a whole story when you were driving with your daughter's children. Mm -hmm. Yes. In the car, how you had seen a UFO 
And so what I wanted to do was, and you remember it so clearly, but I wanted to take you back to that day, to that memory in your life, in your current life of seeing the UFO to see if there's more received, if you have understanding of why did the UFO show itself to you? Because it did. It allowed you to show itself. So yeah, let's talk about um, what happened that day. Was that your first experience? Was it that one in the car? Yeah, that was my first one. I was driving uh, with my daughters. We had just left the house and I was going, coming up to the first stop sign by our house. And as I was coming down the street, something out of the left side corner of my eye caught my attention. It was probably later in the afternoon, maybe getting closer to dusk. And as I'm rolling up to the stop sign, I looked to my left and I saw a green glowing object. And I'm saying, what is that? What is that? I'm trying to stop the car as I roll up to the stop sign. And my daughter's saying, what, what? I can't see. (laughs) And I probably had, I said to you, about 10 full seconds of staring at it, which is a long time. Yes, it is. To 10. And I got a very, very clear vision. But again, my analytical, logical mind, I'm trying to figure out what it is that I'm seeing. I knew right away it was a UFO, unidentified flying object. It was perfectly round and it had green glowing lights and then white glowing lights and little green center. And I'm saying, why is that perfectly round? That's what was throwing me. And it wasn't until I thought about it later on that I saw the bottom of it. Like it was turned sideways and moving left to right. So Mm -hmm. it was, that's why it was perfectly round. But that's what was throwing me is me trying to come to a conclusion as to what it was that I was seeing. What Um, year was that? That was um, 2006 or seven. And that was up in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we had, we had talked about that and you asked me to go there again. Yeah. Um, So I took you there under hypnosis. I took Mm -hmm. her back to Pennsylvania, back to 2006 when you were in the car. So what was that experience like? to revisit it under hypnosis. So at first I saw the UFO, but what was the only thing that was really different to me at first is I was much closer. I was closer to those (laughs) lights than what I had seen in the car. Um, And I think I had said that I can see them clearer. Um, Yes. the, The thing that stood out to me initially when I did see the UFO was that it wasn't like, um, on the bottom of the ship, it wasn't like lights, 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 lights. It was a glow that merged Mm -hmm. with the other glow, like a glow of green that merged with a glow of white. So I was, I was up close under hypnosis. And again, I'm analyzing this. (laughs) I'm looking (laughs) at these lights and I'm trying to figure out the lights because it was a very odd glow, Um, not an illumination, a glow. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what I saw. And that's all that I was seeing. And then I think as you try to get me to um, maybe move or see something else, all that I really saw, I remember seeing stars. Mm -hmm. And I think you asked if I was standing or laying down. And I felt that I was laying down. And all I saw were stars, a black sky with stars. Mm -hmm. And that's all that's that was all that was provided to me. Yes, yes. Now, was that the only UFO you had ever seen? Aside from the orbs. 
Oh, yes. The orbs, which you sent me video of that. And that was incredible. Yeah. Did you get both of them? I think I sent you two videos. You did. You did. And what struck me was the size of it. Yeah. The size, you know, for me, I think orbs, they're usually, you know, when you take a picture and sometimes you see orbs, you know, next to a person, they're usually, you know, smallish sort of. But when you sent me this video, so you explain how you captured the orbs. And this was the orbs were... I'm trying to think of the year. It was probably about 2014. Yeah, about 2014 Mm -hmm. up in Pennsylvania again. And it was right around the corner from, it was a different house because we had left Florida, moved to Pennsylvania, went back to Florida, went back to Pennsylvania. (laughs) So the first time Pennsylvania, I saw the UFO, went back to Florida, went back up to Pennsylvania, right around the corner, built another house. And that's where I saw the orbs. Um, And we had security cameras around the entire perimeter of our house. And so I would review, you know, my husband traveled a lot. So I always kind of reviewed the cameras and that's what I saw. And that orb basically uh, circled around the perimeter of our house for almost three hours in the middle of the night. And it was probably at least two two feet in diameter. Yeah, it was, it was big. It was big. It wasn't just going in one direction. It moved along, it stopped, it turned, it came back (laughs) and then it left. Mm -hmm. And it was, it wasn't the wind and it wasn't. (laughs) Definitely not. And you could kind of see through it a little bit. So it was was strange. But what was interesting is you had asked me along with the UFO, you had asked me if there's an another time in this life that I had experienced or I forget how you worded it. Yeah, I forget how I worded it. But what I was trying to say is sometimes people forget or, you know, they they have amnesia mm-hmm. about certain experiences. And that's what I wanted to check with you. If you had had an experience, perhaps while you were sleeping, perhaps you did astral travel, something that right. your memory was wiped or something something related to the UFO yes. and i was taken back to when i was about 5 years old and it was in our kitchen growing up in new york and yes it was very very clear to me that was probably the clearest out of every out of everything that we did and i was in the kitchen with my mother sitting at the table and i just knew my sister was behind me i don't know if she was in the hall or in the bedroom but she was behind me mm-hmm. and i remember being at the table and i got a very very vivid clear picture of the table and the chair it was um had chrome on the side almost like a diner like the diner tables yes and the, the seats were had a like a plastic film on them like a diner stool that you could wipe off so (laughs) just today I uh, texted my mother and I asked her about our dining room set in that house and I said did it have a plastic coating on the chairs that you could wipe off Um, because very vividly I saw that and she said no and I thought oh that's disappointing you know because Mm -hmm. I really saw that and then a couple of hours later she came back to me and she said well, that's funny that you mentioned chrome because before that table set, we had another one which had a chrome side and chrome legs. It was green and gray, and it looked like a like a table from a diner. 
she said, and the seats were covered in plastic, very easy to wipe off. And I thought, there's my validation. There, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't have remembered that table for the life of me or the chairs. Wow. But during the regression, I mm-hmm. clearly saw everything there. I saw the wall, the windows in the house. And we moved from that house when I was, I think, nine, eight or nine. Mm-hmm. But I remembered it more clearly in that regression that I do now in my memory. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah, so that was, that wow. was kind of cool. Well, I'm so happy that you were able to have this experience. You know, I know Me how too. badly, how badly you said, I have wanted this for so many years and you were just going to give it one more go. This was my final oh. shot. This was <laughs> it. I literally, I mean, this is like, I think I had told you from the time I was 12 years old and I started reading the Reader's Digest book that my grandfather had in his apartment about yeah. um, UFOs and about Egypt and about just strange stories, amazing facts. That's what got me started down this road. So it's been 42 years of, you know, reading about these things. Right. And and it's not until you have an experience that you know. It's always a belief before that. Um, and then you have an experience yourself where you can feel it and you know for a fact that something is true. And that's always what I was looking for. Yes. So you mentioned the, this experience you had with mom where she was able to validate something. What did anything else? Did you receive any other information or any type of download or thoughts regarding your experience? since your session was now four days ago? The only thing was that um, in reviewing the tape, when I got that information at my head that you are not alone, you are never alone. Yes. um, That came to me. And I think the other biggest thing, just for me personally, was I feel like now I can recognize my intuition, whereas Mm. before I couldn't. And Mm. um, I know Mm. now, if I work on my meditation, work on recognizing my intuition, I think that if if I do this again after practicing some of that and quieting my mind a little bit and learning to trust a little bit more, I'm pretty sure that I can see a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. You'll see me again. <laughs> I love that. Wow. Thank you so much. I was so excited to meet with you again today and just see how you were doing, see what has transpired and for you to share your experience, which I think is just so relatable, you know, to so many people that think they can't and perhaps they've tried it and they give up. Right. Oh yeah. This has definitely, this has opened up a door for me. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm so excited about that. And thank you so much for that. I'm glad I trusted in you. Um, (laughs) I'm glad too. And the door is opened and it's, I feel like I have a new opportunity now. Yes. 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 Very good. Do you have any questions for me at all before we um, close out this, this podcast? Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) No, I don't. Actually, that was really interesting though, to know that you kind of go into a trance also, because I felt like you knew the questions to Mm -hmm. ask. And so that's, yes, yes. Oh yes. That happens to me all the time. It it does take tremendous focus and attention. I'm not speaking just for myself. I'm speaking for all practitioners that, Mm. you know, we are 
along this journey with you, you know, when, when, whatever it is that you are perceiving and feeling, we're, we're, we're taking it in, you know, we're taking it in. If it's something visual, I'm visualizing it along with you. I'm picturing it as well. So it's really interesting. Um, but I definitely appreciate all the help that I get from my team as well for, you know, asking the right questions. I, I, th- I really owe it to them. I think you had mentioned that you regress yeah. yourself. I have. Yes. Although I like working with other practitioners, I can easily, <laughs> I have a, like my own recording and I can hit play anytime and, you know, go on my, my own journey. So yeah, I've, I've done so many. I, I don't even remember how many now, maybe 25, 26 lifetimes. So, wow. That I've, that I have seen. Yeah. What's the most, I know in one of the recordings that you did that I listened to, you asked the person who was regressed, how many lifetimes have you had? And I think they said 17. Um, Do you recall what's the most somebody has said that they've had? In the thousands. Wow. That's Mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. In the thousands. But remember that you're not always a human, right? Right. And you're not always, (laughs) yeah. And that no, sometimes you can, what happens is that you're, your soul can fragment itself out. If what's what it does, it fragments itself into all timelines at the same time. And so you could be, I'm looking above, above my computer right now, because I'm looking out the window at this beautiful tree, this in my neighbor's front yard. And I can see the blue sky, you know, just behind it. And you could be a tree. You could be an animal. You can fragment yourself into so many different things, as well as being a human, as well as being a multidimensional, higher consciousness being. So there, there, there's no limitations. There are none. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Isn't it? Yes. And so I have seen uh, some of my lifetimes where I have been on another planet. Uh, several times. I'm having a session tomorrow, actually. So it's been a while and I'm excited. So I have a friend practitioner coming tomorrow and we're going to be trading sessions. So I'm excited. Oh. I've been feeling the the push. I've been feeling it. Yeah. That it's time that there's something they want to show me. And, you know, for some people, it's one and done. They want to see one lifetime and they're done and they're perfectly fine knowing, oh yes, I, I was a nun. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And they're okay with that. There's so much more. There is so much more. And I love my returning clients as well that continue to come and learn more and more. And there's such a variety of different experiences that you could be in. Every single time spirit gets it right. They always show you what you need for your best growth, for healing, for understanding, for strength, for closure all the time. I feel like most of the time people are searching for what's my purpose. What's my purpose here in this lifetime, which for many years was for me also Um, not so much now anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, it's what's your, what's my purpose? What's the lesson? And I think it became more of the lesson for me. And as I got older, I'm thinking, 
I'm running out of time here. I know eventually I'm going to find out what my lesson is when I pass, but I don't want to have to do this over. I don't want to do I don't want to waste this time. That's right. I want to get this right now. I want to mm-hmm. um, do it right now. And if I need to make a change to make that right, that's kind of what I want to do. And so that was kind of my goal. But I know in your pre-session information, you had said have a very clear idea of what it is you want to know. Mm-hmm. And the two things I wanted to know was, was that UFO related to me in any way in this lifetime? Mm-hmm. And is there a lesson for me to learn? And I feel like I got information on both of those. Yes, so thank you, you sure so did. Much for that. You are so welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Okay. And until next time, we'll see each other again. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, Myra. Thanks for listening, everybody.